welcome everybody to Eve. Fucking radical, bro. Radical. Tubular. We we read your emails and we react to them. This show is tubular. Wait. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm Jeff. Okay. I'm Josh. And if you don't listen to M Class Podcast, uh, God, this must be confusing to you. This whole show, wow. I mean, this whole show is confusing to me, too. I agree. I don't like, like to waste time with this show. I like to get directly into the emails. Yeah, let's do it. Who's starting? Uh, I don't. I didn't figure that out, so I'm going to start. Okay, that works. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Can any of you write a normal-sized email? <laughs> Maybe this is what their emails are like at their job. I don't have a real job, so I don't know. I guess it's true. And I don't mean any disrespect. It's fine. I guess. <laughs> um, for now. Thank you for the email. Our first email is from Ensign Sully. Oh, God. And it's entitled, uh, Totally Good Taste Cultural Exchange Peyotes. Oh, these will be good. I can tell because the title says so. Oh, laddie laddie, it's the Trek Daddies. Oh, fuck. That's a shirt. Thank you to Jeff, who drew me like one of his Trek boys. Now I have an avatar for all my profile needs. He takes PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Latinum, and Night Eggs. You take Latinum? I do not take Night Eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they'll go bad. Got lots of compliments on the Discord, which you can join for the low, low price of $1 a month and join in on the fun for Trek memes, pet pictures, watch parties, and Jackbox games. I never thought I'd win a rap battle, but I figured out a rhyme for Cromulent. Damn. Way to go. Also, I I feel bad for lamenting the length of this email when you just chilled for us so hard right at the beginning. Thank God somebody is, because I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be wrong about Strange New Worlds. It's been absolutely wonderful. The Spock Amok episode was a complete surprise. It felt like one of the craziest peyotes anyone could think of. (laughs) It is a really funny episode. This is dangerously close to hijinks. It's so good, man. Anyway, (laughs) this cultural exchange collection got me thinking of what other plots might have been pitched on the thoughtful watch of Berman and Company and how they may have gone. Were they truly ditched or lost under a pile of ALF pogs, giant (laughs) enthusiast monthlies, and restraining orders? Here are some uh, here are some famous Ray's original Rich Masters Cultural Exchange Boston Sean's patented pitcher ditchets. <laughs> so long. The original and authentic one, founded in the Lower East Quadrant in 1959. Timeless. DS9, after several weeks of suspicious delay, Worf finally gets Jadzia to schedule a visit to her family, being eager to meet the in-laws. When they mm-hmm. arrive, he's met with lots of giggling and whispering by those he's introduced to by name. To his utter horror, he finds that Worf means bitch boy in the Trill language, and Jadzia adjusted the universal translator so Worf wouldn't find out. Damn. He, de- he decides to change his name to, you guessed it, Max Power. Damn, that's a cool name. Garrick doesn't have the heart to tell him that what that means in the Cardassian language, but whispers it to Bashir, who titters like a schoolgirl. Titters. I would nice. pitch that. You could really get somewhere with, like, Worf meaning something, like, re- weak in yeah. the troll language. Like, it yeah. means weak. I always love episodes where people go meet families. I, is that is that a thing? Do I have, like, a like a problem with that? Uh, is that, like, a well, psychological I mean, considering, thing? Considering family history, perhaps. 
Ah, that's because like I want it to be nice and friendly and shit. Is that why? Because my yeah, family you wasn't. Wish your family was. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I always really love. I always like good dads and things. Yeah, and, like older brothers that aren't uh, crackheads. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, but it's no, you can't it's true. not. You can't not. You're laughing because right? I made a joke, even yeah, though it's no, real. Yeah, even um, it's super real. <laughs> I always really like that part in Dragon Ball Z where Gohan's like an older brother and he teaches Goten how to fly and use ma- yeah. magic. Yeah. Energy. Magic. It's magic. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> TNG. Wesley insists on a quinceanera for his birthday despite being a boy and being so vanilla he thinks paste salsa is too spicy. <laughs> New York City! <laughs> now I gotta put that commercial in. It's super tasteful. Are you gonna put it in what? There are no commercials in this. I'm just gonna slap it right here. New York City! <laughs> it's super tasteful and totes holds up today with futuristic sombreros, fake mustaches, and a targ pinata. He pees himself after drinking too many yaritos. Ooh! I fucking delicious. love yaritos. I want some porchata, bro. I used to go, um, there's a, there was a Mexican place on the corner when I lived in Milton, West Virginia, and it got shut down because of honkies. Yeah, honkies will do that. And they had yoritos there, and um, they had a... Uh, what the fuck was the one I always got? The uh, ma- the mango orange. Oh! Yo, you like mango lassi from India pl- Indian yeah, places? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, 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 I love yeah. mango everything, dog. Yeah, mango... Dude, I get mango cranberry juice, and I drink that shit, like fucking like all the time it's so good um i'm gonna ditch that because it's a wesley episode yeah also Sorry. cultural appropriation wesley yeah way to go wesley you fucking go. bitch boy it's like in real life you're an asshole wesley means bitch boy in trill language <laughs> trillies voyager the crew runs into a stranded ship crewed entirely by amish we already had that episode, except they were Irish. Everyone is naturally confused as to how this works. Turns out they discovered there are giant space horses in the Lancaster, formerly Horsehead Nebula, who can oh gallop to warp seven. That's actually really smart. Paris and Chicote mm, volunteer <laughs> to wrangle a few up for them. What's with the mm? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I found some more under a wayward box of Surge. I'll save SEAL Team Neelix for later. And Data's Briss? Oh my Jesus. god. Uh, Data's Briss? I would love to see Space Horses, so I'm going with uh, Pitch for Voyager. Yeah. I'm also going for Pitch on Voyager. Uh, signed Ensign Sully, Spaceachusetts Cultural Exchange Coordinator. Aboard the USS, did Q fuck Picard while disguised as Marta? Also, that actress was only 17? Wait, 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 Star Trek Marta. I'm looking it up. She's 17? Yvonne Craig? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking at a different Marta here. They're sending me to the... You got two Martas? To the Orion Marta. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yvonne Craig. Is there a different I'm, Marta? Yeah, when uh, when he goes back in time, right, to not get stabbed at the Domjot table. Oh, yeah. 
What's uh, can't find. Wait, and they kiss. J.C. Brandy at the age of seventeen. There you oh go. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! Patrick Stewart, you kissed a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> I guess in England it's okay, right? Sixteen in England. I mean, huh? it's American show. Yeah, I don't um, know where they were when they. <laughs> just realized. Do you remember Muzzy Pulaski's in the commercial? Oh my god! Oh what? And Michael Dorn also did a shampoo commercial. I didn't know that either. Shampoo for ridges. This we lost some fee. Is that Muzzy? I don't know. Yeah. Franch. That's all I know. And it means I'm a little girl, so it's not really good for me to use. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> Bonjour. Oh, man. That's I got my the Muzzy long- impression. <laughs> <laughs> I got the longest email next. Uh, so the one I had before was long as fuck. Oh, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, this is from Nick, and it's entitled TRGW. I wonder what that means. Trek Boys. I just got hit up by someone I don't know for guaranteed sex, but I need to sign up for her <laughs> <laughs> Do I tell her about my TRGW before or afterwards? Yours, Nick. Sent from my galaxy. Nice. Where, what galaxy are you in? Andromeda? Um, I guess my question is, how have you gotten to the point to, of guaranteed sex with this obvious real woman? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, you said her. This obvious real woman that you're yeah. really going to have sex with without already telling her about your TRGW. Well, like that's what I, my question was. Are you going to tell her about it before or after sex? Because she might find out about it after yeah. sex. Like, I think if if you're going to be able, if you want to be able to play it off as a joke, probably afterwards. Yeah, it might be the you, best call. You have a totally real tiny wiener. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Nick. Oh. <laughs> Damn, that guy's um, never writing back again. I'm kidding. I'm, you probably have a you probably have a big old schlonger. It's fine. I like um, how like this is a very real situation, and we're giving very real advice. Yeah. Um, I would say tell her about it before. Get her excited about it. Yeah. Go also, into great make detail. sure to give her the correct uh, credit card information. That yeah. gets girls really excited. <laughs> that gets the number one thing in this story that you need to get right. Uh, thanks for that email, Nick. Good luck with the real sex you're going to have. I'm sure you've had it. It's been great. Our next email is from Fedco, and it's a normal-sized email. Thank Yay! You. It's entitled, Imagination. <laughs> Hello, three. There's only two of us here now, unfortunately. Yeah, there's only two of us. When I was a kid, I pretended to be... I was a shopkeeper. My favorite shopkeeper to imagine myself was, was Tingle. Mm, Specifically, like, the Tingle Tuner in Wind Waker. Mm -hmm. I would make up all these little charts of prices and services with little descriptions of what they... This is adorable. Yeah, I I didn't want to be the hero. I wanted to help the hero or something like that. You wanted to fleece the hero for all his rupees. Yeah, right? (laughs) And wear a cool green leotard. Uh, enough about me. What did you three pretend to be as kids? Maybe I'll, we'll answer for Rich, too. Valiant yeah. heroes? Plotting villain, villains? Dreadful monsters? Perhaps something different. Twisted disciples? Slippery thieves? Perhaps even a... The bombs person? <laughs> 
bombs person was always my second favorite, making throwing motions and explosion noises is great fun and easy for friends to, quote, dodge. I like how he's pretending to be, like, the bomb chew store guy <laughs> from Hell Ocarina. Yeah. The bomb chew guy, man. I look forward look to hearing guy. your answers. And, hey, here's something different. Jeff, you can cut this if it's weird. Okay. I invite the listeners to send in their answers, too. Or don't, Ooh. if that's a weird thing for me to ask peeps to do on a show that isn't my own. No, that's cool. No, go I ahead. I think it's cool. S- yeah. Send in what you wanted to be as a kid. You pretended to be for fun. Signed, Fedco, discounted destructor aboard the USS Stars Trek. Oh, it's my favorite ship. Ah, oh, it's a good ship, Lollipop. <laughs> P.S. Common Rider Stronger is good. I'm like halfway through it at 25. That's a good-ass series. It's funny as fuck. Which one is that one? Common Rider Stronger is the fifth Common Rider from like 1977? Are they bugs or are they cars or what's yeah, their gimmick? Yeah, they were all bugs back in the day. They were uh, all bugs. He's a he's like based on a rhinoceros beetle, and he has like uh, he's kind of like sort of American. Yeah, because he has like a football pads built into his costume, like big shoulder pads. Yeah, and he's got like a chest logo, like an American superhero, and his helmet is like gigantic, which is really funny looking, but. Um, <laughs> The whole show is the main character being, like, a giant dickhead to his enemies and, like, tricking them and making them fuck themselves over and then laughing at them. That sounds great. This dude's Sun Tzu is shit. He's uh, also, like, kind of a... He's, like, a big himbo would be a good way. (laughs) He's so dumb but, like, likable and... uh, I recommend it. It's silly as fuck. You gotta know what you're getting into. (laughs) <laughs> what did you pretend to be growing up? I always, at, like, at any time of the day as a kid, if I was out and about, I was picking up a stick, and it was a sword, and I was yeah. going on an adventure. Yeah, like like Fedco, I also loved Zelda, so I would make pouches of, like, gems and rings, and, like, oh, I would find, cool like, fun. my mom's, like, rings, and I, I was always steal them and shit. I was always <laughs> going on a Zelda adventure. I was always yeah. Link. I had, like, a my stick sword, and I would get a trash can lid. Yeah, as a shield. As yeah. a shield. Like, I would take the trash can lid from inside my house and go outside with it. I think my yearbook, you know, your yearbook picture, when you graduate high school, your parents send in a picture, right? Mm-hmm. I think one of them was me as Link. I had, like, a Link pajamas, and I would just oh, wear it and, like, so fucking cool. sword fight and shit. Yeah. I also pretended to be a Jedi, and, like, oh, I would yeah. use a, a wiffle ball bat as a lightsaber, like the yellow ones, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. I'd, I'd pretend to be a Jedi as well. Yeah. Like, and put, like, a cloak on, like, a blanket, you know? The coolest <laughs> thing that ever happened was... uh my my parents uh broom with like a metal handle yeah a metal plasticky handle like broke the bottom part of it broke off oh so you could use it and i oh. had it as a sword and a lightsaber and it was it was like blue even so it was yeah. like a perfect lightsaber yeah well i think that's why i like yellow lightsabers like oh, it in, probably is cuz the whiffle ball bat was yellow right like and like i would also do this thing where like i lived uh like in like the south and like right the back of my house had like a backyard and then I was up on a hill and there was the woods at the end of the uh-huh. backyard so I would go up in the woods all the time and I would like climb yeah. trees 
adventure. Yeah, and I would I would pretend to swing around on the vines because they they're like West Virginia vines. They're not like Jungle Book vines. They didn't hold weight <laughs> at all. <laughs> And I would go in there, and you would think I would be playing, like, Tarzan or something, because I'm in the woods, no, but I would yeah. be like, Spider-Man took a vacation, and he's in the woods. <laughs> ah, that's awesome! That's so adorable. And I would swing around playing Spider-Man, and I would always get my sword and shield and go up in the woods and, like, wander around. Like I, And I found there was a tiny little graveyard up there. Yeah, like the first, That's, like you, if you went far enough, there was like a big square of land that had been flattened, and there were like little gravestones, like forgotten graveyards. I love that shit. That's so creepy. It was cool. I always felt like I was at the graveyard in Link to the Past. Yeah, oh, that's cool, man. And I think that's why Link to the Past still has like such a place in my heart because like it informed so much of my play as a kid. I used to, I was like obsessed with Zelda when it came out because I'm old, and uh, I know. Then Legend, like Legend, like Zelda was based on the movie Legend, right? Yeah, like, with Tom. It was, and it I was very much movie. inspired for sure. I love that movie, right? Yeah, so Legend would, is great. It's a great movie. Um, so Zelda was big. I went through a big Shredder phase when Turtles came out. Oh, you were like you I, were trying to make turtle soup. I was trying to make turtle soup. I had a Freddy like claw for Halloween, like a Freddy from Freddy, right? Oh yeah. And I and I like took it apart and made like a shredder hands out of it. Like like I took the claws off and like put them on different gloves and shit and like yeah. I had like a, a like a blanket that I made into like a shredder That's cape. That's so cool. Yeah, it was I was like obsessed. Like when I was a little kid, I was like really obsessed with like costumes. I I guess I still am in some ways cuz yeah. we have lightsabers and shit right oh yeah <laughs> i think you were you were meant to be a cosplayer i never know yeah i never did it though because i don't i don't know crippling depression you know yeah it has something to do with it <laughs> like i was 10 when pokemon red and blue came out yeah and i don't know if you know this but the kid like the whole idea of pokemon is when you're 10 is when you go on your pokemon journey yeah it's perfect so That's i was the, the absolute perfect age for pokemon so i spent yeah. So much of my time up in the woods, there was like an old uh, baseball field that had grown over by the time I was 10. Like, I played mm -hmm. Little League when I was a little younger, but they had closed shop and it had just grown over. So it was just this big empty field, and there was woods on one side of it and then like a mountain side on the other. Mm -hmm. So I would spend so much time just going through the woods and the fields and the mountains, like throwing rocks and pretending to catch yeah. Pokemon. We did that too. Me and my cousin and like any of my friends really, like like we would just go out and we had like, you know, we'd go in the woods and we'd like carve sticks and make like oh, yeah. spears and pretend we were like hunting and you know, it was like outside shit, right? Oh, absolutely. I dug a lot of holes when I was a kid too. Dig a hole, burn wood? Like I was... Uh, <laughs> I had a little, like, uh, army shovel that had belonged to yeah. my dad, and he just kept it. And, like, I would go out, and I would just go up on the hillside, and I would, like, dig holes and try and find treasure. Did you ever watch... I was watch... a little treasure hunter, for sure. Yeah. Did you ever watch the that girl... I don't know where she... Vietnam or something. And she, like, digs those, like little houses out of the ground. Do you ever watch oh, that there YouTube are tons channel? of those yeah. channels that do that, and, like, uh, most of them are fake, it turns out. They have, like, oh, crews really? of people who, put, who make them. 
I don't know if the the one I I think she's make she does like do like stuff on camera like she like oh yeah well like the the one that got cut out the one that got like really lambasted for this are these like two brothers and I think it's in Indonesia I forget but they make these like palaces in the ground yeah everything. And it turns out that they have a crew of like thirty people and heavy <laughs> machinery and shit. <laughs> and like they just yeah. they just film themselves doing parts of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was either like the valiant hero, the Pokemon trainer, the treasure hunter. I was the treasure hunter a ton. Yeah. We played, like, a lot of, like, I don't know if we played, like, Army, but we were big into squirt guns for a while. Oh, we played Power Rangers a lot. Yeah, Power Rangers like, the was the kids big. in the neighborhood played Power Rangers a lot. And sometimes I would, uh, like, I would act like I didn't want to play the bad guy because I really wanted to play, like, the Red Ranger or somebody. Yeah, Red Ranger's But, the like, best. if I got to play the bad guy, they'd be like, oh, you can be the new bad guy from the new episode. And I'd be like, no, I'm Goldar. Rangers! Rangers. It's me, Goldar! And I would... Because Goldar was cooler. He had a sword. And he could fly. Dude, there's a sick Goldar figure that I cannot find. It's awesome. I saw it once in a store, and I was like, I really want this, but I don't really collect this, right? And then, like, later, I was like, why didn't I fucking buy that Goldar? (laughs) That was dumb as shit. I'm sure you could probably find it online somewhere, but that price is going to be... I think it's expensive now, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Every time I see something, like I'm like, oh, man, 60 bucks, that's way too much. And then the next time I see it, it's like 400. And I'm like, oh, oh, I should have got that. There's a certain, like... Like, amount of, like, I better buy this now, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like, I've talked about this a million times on the show, but, like, the Final Fantasy IX figures. Yeah. I'll never be able to get those, because they're all, like, $300 a piece now. Yeah, that's, like, well, you know, when we're rich from yeah. our other podcasts. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Bros Before Pros becomes the richest <laughs> podcast on the internet. Um, oh man i i also did a lot of like uh i learned what a surveyor did when i was a kid and i was like oh, oh man, yeah. you get to just go up in the woods and like look and that's your job you just look at the so woods. i did a lot of just exploring and i called myself a surveyor that's awesome i love this man i love this shit <laughs> Man, remember feeling that feeling of like exploring and things were new and yo, I'm telling you, like go on a hike, like go up yeah. on like a trail on a hike, and like the trail is like as wide as your foot. Yeah, and it's just woods and like plants and shit everywhere, and you feel like you're in a whole different world. I used to do it a lot with my uh, my ex girlfriend, and I used to do that a lot, but like especially know. get yourself a walking stick when you get there. Find a walking oh, shit. and you are now in the fucking fellowship, and you're on your way. <laughs> like, we went to Lake Vesuvius in Pennsylvania. What? And Mount Vesuvius? No, Lake Vesuvius. Oh, oh okay. And okay. I found the perfect walking stick to the point where I couldn't leave it, and it's across the room behind me against the wall. You put, like, tape around it and we shit? Call, we like, call it the Staff of Vesuvius. That's amazing. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Yeah, it's it's across the room against the wall. I fucking love it. Dude, right next to my sword. Fucking... It's fully Gandalf. Ah, uh, uh, man. 
you have a Gandalf sword? No, I do not have Glamdring. Man, I want Glamdring. Glamdring is sick. But um, thanks for that email, Fedco. That that brought a lot of fun memories back. But yeah, it was. And nice. I would, we'd love to hear from anybody else that has what they pretended to be as kids. Unless it's stupid and boring. Unless it's lame. Idiot. What's that next email? <laughs> next one's from Spivzy. Spivzy. It's called, hello, with a wave emoji, a wave hand. Hello. It says, hello, it is me, Spivzy. Did, did you like Lower Decks? <laughs> what do you mean there's a whole podcast episode about it uh, that I could have already listened to instead of jumping straight to emails? What do you mean that episode hasn't even been recorded yet before I sent this? Oh, this is from like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, this is two weeks ago. Don't, confu- don't confuse me. Don't confuse me with your temporal trickery, Rich. God damn it, Rich. It is I'll Rich's be- fault. Also, Rich pretended to be a murderer when he was a child. He loved to kill animals. Oh, is that <laughs> He loved to kill small killer? animals and then bury them. Did he like to dress up like a clown, too? Oh, God. Yeah. He, he, he pretended to be a clown and also a murderer, and uh, <laughs> I so, believe sometimes he would paint himself in blood and pretend to be a creature. Oh, man, that sounds like a great childhood. <laughs> Sorry, totally I know you didn't want me telling people, Rich, but I went ahead and did. <laughs> uh, here's a question anyway. We have uh, three animated Star Trek shows now. One for the older viewers, Lower Decks. One for Voyager... Wait, one for younger viewers, Prodigy. And one for the fuck knows, (laughs) T-A-S. Who the fuck knows? Uh, If you had to pitch a new animated Star Trek, who would be your target audience? Uh, That's a a tough question. Like, everything I make, my target audience is me. Yeah. I I, I mean, adults, right? Like, because, like... That's why Venture Brothers was so fun, because it was an animated show for adults, right? Like, I don't know. That's what I would go with. If I Just because pick- it's animated doesn't mean it has to be for kids. Yeah. If I were to pitch a new animated Star Trek series, I would pitch a Star Trek series. The fact that it's yeah. animated would be secondary. Yeah. Like, it would be in the vein of, like, TNG's Deep Space Nine kind of level, and it would just be about Star Trek shit. Yeah. It could be any, yeah, that's what I, uh, yeah. As long as it's Star Trek, and I, I think Lower Decks is, like, I mean, it's, like, way funnier, right, yeah. than, like, Star Trek, but. I, th- I think my core audience would be, like, classic Star Trek fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, the the fans who aren't so happy with Discovery or Picard or J.J. Yeah. Abrams movies. Yeah, any of them. Any of the, J- any J.J. Abrams movie ever made. Yes. Any of them. Uh, he, Spivzy says, I would make a show aimed at kids with pockets jangling full of coins. <laughs> Desperate to bro- buy Karate Chop Action Riker and... Is that Moped? Moped Moped, data. oh, like, uh, like fucking, uh, GoBots, I get it. That, that's data transformed into a moped. <laughs> a proper crappy He-Man ripoff where everyone is yoked as shit. <laughs> like some kind of old Star Trek comics. Have you seen... Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Spivzy of the USS Ah, help me, I'm dying, you idiot You want me to read these PPS's? Uh, he just says Listen to Toontowns, read boldly yeah. uh, Toonhounds, read boldly prose Listen to Tapon's theater on subspace Read boldly prose again Do those 
uh, listen to <laughs> Bros Before Pros, actually, is yep. what he meant to say. That's what he meant to say. Yeah. Um, have you have you seen any of the old like Marvel comics, Star Trek comics? Uh, I no, I have the the one that uh, Rachel gave me. Yeah, well, they're yoked one. to shit in that one because it's the yeah. mirror universe. Yeah. But, like, in the officially licensed Marvel comics, they could only get like you know like Marvel comics in house artists. Right, so, so they're all, all the drawn, characters yeah. are drawn ripped as fuck. I think some of the first Star Wars ones were like that too, where mm-hmm. like Luke Luke's like this fucking ripped dude. <laughs> um, the the idea of doing a giant mecha series of Star Trek is very funny, and I would do that for sure. Like. <laughs> We're trying to sell toys. Here are the here's the Gundam Enterprise. <laughs> oh man, this would be great. You'd make so much money in Japan. I would sell the um, gunpla kits of yeah. of the Enterprise Mech and the Warbird <laughs> Mech. Yeah, yeah. The Bird of Prey Mech. Man, I'd have to get these. I'd have to get a few. The- I would. I would love that. I'm not even a big cool. mecha guy, and I would love that. <laughs> I feel like you're either like into mechs or you're not, right? Pretty much. I, well, I, I, I never know. was. I guess I'm more on the the edge of it because I like some mecha stuff. Like I liked Gundam Wing pretty well when I was a teenager. Gundam Wing was good. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about it now. <laughs> yeah. But um, I liked uh, 08th MS Team when it was on the Gundam series mm-hmm. and um, G Gundam. Man, all these tsunami shows, man. I like uh, I like um, Getter Robo. Getter done Robo. That's Fuck the, you. That's um, the <laughs> Getter Robo is uh, a series that started out like in the seventies. So all the characters are very like seventies anime. Uh, yeah, like you know, like um, Battle of the Planets. Yeah, Gotchamon style. Mazinger Z. My cousin yeah. loved Mazinger and Z. As the series progressed, you find out that like uh, the aliens that are invading or whatever are like the bad guys or whatever. But the Getter Robo team, the energy that uh, is like behind their robots that's like powering them, is mm-hmm. putting off this horrific radiation that's obl- going to obliterate the Earth if they keep using them. <laughs> And it it's becomes very, darker. Yeah. The series becomes darker and darker. Like the main character gets thrown in jail for murder, <laughs> <laughs> and then like breaks out, and he's constantly being like hounded by cops while he's piloting this giant robot against aliens. I, I always loved like the hard like left turns that fucking uh, anime would make back then. Oh, yeah. They were just like, now this shows this now, and you're like, oh okay, yeah. I don't. I think there's no better version of that than JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Where the first part in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is about uh, a Victorian fancy lad (laughs) named Jonathan whose dad adopts a street urchin named Dio. And Dio starts trying to ruin Jonathan's life. As street urchin adopted brothers do. And, like, he, it's very Victorian. Like, he kisses his Jonathan's girlfriend, thus taking her virtue. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, but then it gets fucked where, like, uh, he kills Jonathan's dog. He kicks him into a fucking Oh, furnace. he rich masters the dog. Yeah, he rich masters the dog. 
and <laughs> and uh, then Dio finds an ancient Mesopotamian mask that turns him into a vampire when he puts it on. As they are known to do. And then it becomes, Jonathan learns how to control the power of the sun like chi, and they fight and <laughs> kills him. Sounds like a fucking fever dream, man. But then uh, jo- Dio's head survives and kills Jonathan and then takes his body. <laughs> and then part two starts. <laughs> you know, this is like weirdly similar to season three of Riverdale. <laughs> you know, this isn't shocking to me. <laughs> But it's it's really funny because it's like you can tell the guy who was making JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was like, oh, I've got this really fun idea. I got this really like serious idea for mm-hmm. a Victorian story, and then partway through it, he was like, I'm bored. I want to put a vampire in it. <laughs> and then he was like, Well, now somebody's got to fight the vampire. Now he's it's got like, superpowers. He's gonna fight the vampire. Like he just completely went off the rails playing with his own toys. Uh, oh, dude, you, yeah, that's like uh, Da Vinci's Demons, that fucking Showtime show. Like I was, I was watching it, and I was like, this is kind of fun. Like fun, like what if history, like supernatural show. Mm-hmm. And he fucking goes to South America. Leonardo da Vinci. That makes sense. And he finds a fucking automaton from, like, the Dwemer. What the <laughs> and it's fuck? Like, dude, it's fucking insane, man. That show is... He does hang out with Vlad Dracula, which is cool, but... Okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> there, was, there was, like, a... Um, in Ultimate Comics, like, Ultimate Marvel... Yeah. started out as a way to, like, simplify continuity because people like weren't buying marvel books because there's like 60 years of continuity or whatever yeah yeah and it eventually went so fucking far off the rails that leonardo da vinci was the founder of shield and was still alive <laughs> I, yeah it's like templar <laughs> shit right he's still alive <laughs> he's still alive he runs shield <laughs> It's like uh, that episode of Futurama where they go to the genius planet and Leonardo da Vinci is there and Farnsworth's the dumbest person oh, on yeah. the genius planet. <laughs> That's great. Um, I hope that answers your question, yep. Spivzy. Yep. We got, we got there or something. Our next email is from V. Hello. And it's uh, entitled Twexters. This is, can you read it in a baby voice? Hello, oomphies, ooh-woo. Oh my god, that's such, yep. (laughs) Time for me to hijack your podcast, nerds. Well, you're the nerd who pays us money to listen to it. Yeah, nerd. (laughs) V-Class V-Mails, episode the fifth, question mark. Uh V-Mail the first. What y'all get at the Taco Bell? Oh, hell yeah, now I want Taco Bell. I get five-layer beefy burrito. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, chicken quesadilla. I get Crunchwrap Supreme. I uh, get a cheesy gordita crunch. Nice. And I get two soft shell tacos. Oh, I'll get like a couple. Then I get diarrhea tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vmail the second. What things are y'all into at the moment? Wow, the this mouth? sure was content. See ya, Captain V of the USS Putt Putt. I broke the last ship doing space donies around asteroid. Oop! Don't tell my space dad. I I what I want to talk about V's Gen Zness for a second. I was reading an article. 
about how like Gen Z or it's whatever the they're fucking thing called. You've ever said, by the way. I was reading. A, I was uh, reading an article about a, Gen Z in a publication on an in a newspaper. <laughs> And they were talking about like how it's like this like neo dada esque shit that they're into because sure. a lot of their memes that they do are like nonsense. And uh, I just wanted to say that I, I don't know what are we into? I don't know fucking sleeping, <laughs> <laughs> not doing my work on time. That's what I'm into. Uh, writing stories is what we're yeah, into right stories. now on on Bros Before Pros. Check it out. I definitely remember what the prompt is this week, but could you tell our audience? Uh, Portraits and breweries. Ah, okay, okay. I need to put a brewery in my story real quick. I just realized. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that's what they were. Um, oh, they're back at it outside again. Cool. Oh, hell yeah. It's the break. breaks over. It's 3.30. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring still. Like, I mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to play, like, a, a mage. Yeah. And I'm really shitty at it, so I've been trying my hardest. Being a mage in, like, those games, like, even, like, Skyrim is, like, super hard at first. Yeah. Until you, you get, like, shit. You basically have to figure out how to be, like, extremely deft at dodging. Yeah. Because the enemies run directly at you at all times. Uh, I played Stray a little bit. I didn't finish oh, it yet. I want to play Stray. Is it good? You're going to love it because you get to be Cat Kestis. <laughs> <laughs> he's a red-haired cat and everything, and he's cat got Kestis. a robot. Cat Kestis. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's sad, though. There's some sad parts. What else am I into at the moment that I wasn't into forever? Your mom's vagina. I I came from there. I don't I don't live you there. You came in there? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Josh, you're getting pretty close to the getting the F word <laughs> out of here. That's all I'm saying. Don't get fired again, Henderson. All right, Reese's, I won't. I'm He's sorry. still here, dude. He lives here. He never goes anywhere Jesus. else. I'm in. I get that. I get a crunch wrap supreme also, and I get the, the twisties. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, he gets a big fucking like Mountain Dew also, which is disgusting. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm into Bros Before Pros. Check it out on your Check it out. podcatcher or what the fuck ever. I'm into Neo Dadaism with my oomphies. I don't like this podcast anymore. Can we stop <laughs> doing it? I mean, that's fine with me. I don't give a shit. The fucking <laughs> the mowers want it done now. They don't want any more of these fucking podcasts. <laughs> I can't believe it's it's mow, mowing time again. I can't. Again. What is there to mow? What is left to fucking mow in your wonder, neighborhood? I have to wonder why it sounds like they're always directly outside my window. Maybe <laughs> they are. Are they mowing your fucking moss out there? No, they better stay off my goddamn lawn. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah, man. Stay off my goddamn lawn. You kids and your lawn mowers. Don't skateboard on the sidewalk. You kids and your Neo Dada esque memory. Thanks for the email, I guess, V. What's the next email? <laughs> uh, next email is by, uh, let's see, Ike. Ensign Ike. Yeah. And it's titled, It's Too Damn Hot. It's Too Damn Hot. Dearest Trek boys, tomorrow, if you get this on time, July 13th, it's way past July 13th. That's pretty much, it's pretty much right. 
my daddy comes home on July 14th. Uh, it's my wife and I's first wedding anniversary. Well, hey, congratulations. Congratulations. I mean, did you take her to a nice restaurant? Did you get to second or third base? <laughs> That's inappropriate. <laughs> That's an inappropriate question, That's inappropriate. Josh. Don't say that, Josh. Uh, recently, she decided to watch Star Trek from the beginning after watching the first DS9 episode. So, we've been watching through it. We have met Mud, seen Girk and Burke. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Not all, not all men, but definitely that man with Charlie X. <laughs> oh, not I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, she thinks both Bones and Sulu are handsome, and has been enjoying the campiness of it. All around, it's been fun. While I'm not excited for season three, I'm super excited for TNG and DS9. Well, that's all I have. Just wanted to send my annual email. <laughs> Love, Ensign Ike, USS. Yes, it's still a grilled cheese if it has other toppings on it. I work at a grilled cheese restaurant. <laughs> did you I'm Did gonna, you put cheese on bread and then melt it? That's a grilled cheese. <laughs> that's a grilled cheese. Does it matter if there's tomato in it or bacon or sausage? Doesn't matter. Fuck that. Uh, I could really go for a grilled cheese right now, but my tummy's already upset, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to Taco Bell after well, this. Well, here's the thing, right? If you've ever wondered if American cheese is real cheese, it's not. Because it, I'm lactose intolerant, and I can eat as min, as much of that as I want, and it won't do anything to me. I thought it was like American cheese is like technically made up of like a bunch of cheeses. No. But I'm sure they put some shit in it. There's absolutely no lactose in it whatsoever. It's not real cheese. I'm into those lactose, you know what I mean? <laughs> This is a bad episode. <laughs> Look, I give you one good episode, and then I give you a bad one, just to even it out. Gotta I, keep my rep up, All you know? things in balance, exactly as it should be. That's right. Itic, bitch. Thanks for that email, Ike. I responded with, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> our, our next email is uh, from Captain Aaron. Okay. And it's entitled, I've come here to gush. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's not supposed to be said in that way. <laughs> hey there, hi there, boyos. It's everybody's favorite captain slash handsome intern. Uh, yes, I definitely know who that is. <laughs> I just wanted to get my feelings out about this episode, which is, of course, from two weeks ago, the Lower Decks episode. Yeah, yeah. While watching through Lower Decks, I was mostly tepid on the series until this episode came out. While I found it to be good, I always felt it was more like a wacky cartoon comedy with Star Trek references rather than a Star Trek show where wacky cartoon antics happened. However, those opinions of mine completely changed once Wedge Douche came out. <laughs> it's Wedge Antilly's brother. Wedge Douche. Yeah, he's Big Douche. This was not only the first time Lower Decks really nailed that classic Trek feeling, it was the best episode of Star Trek to come out since Discovery premiered four years prior. It really solidified the idea that there are people out there who get it who are currently writing for the show. With this and the absolutely phenomenal first season of Strange New Worlds, I actually have hope. We talked about this in the episode, right? Or yeah. it's like, isn't it weird to feel like excited for Star Trek? It's weird. It's, it's really strange to love some some new Star Trek. It's really it's a strange, strange new world. <laughs> yeah, it's a brave new world, as we said oh, many God, times. Oh God, don't, don't. We're gonna get yelled at. 
I guess I should also mention that I completely skipped Picard season two, so I haven't had my hopes completely shattered yet. Oh my god! I hear that they just like skip over everything. Like just, n- like nothing is talked about from season one. Yeah, just don't watch it. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I could go on, but I'm sure you've already covered everything at length. Indeed. What a great way to end this collection of episodes. Well, I'm off to construct a new collection. I've got a good one of ruin. Hmm. Throw these handsome boys some money over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and support Rich over at patreon.com slash toonhounds and read his primo A-plus Trek fiction over at boldlyprose.com. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. Captain Aaron, handsome intern aboard the USS Shenandoah B. How are you a captain and an intern? Captain of the interns. Does he gets the most amount of Toon coffees Hounds has a people. Patreon? Wow. Uh, what is this gigantic email? Jesus Am I not reading? Jesus Christo. I, 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 I... Oh, this is David S. Oh, this is David S. Oh, okay, you read that one then. Oh, apparently, like, we're supposed to read half of it each. Okay, I can do that. Uh, or I'll have to take Rich's part. I'll try my hardest. Um, <laughs> can you get into the Rich mindset? Yeah, kill, kill, kill. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo Mail fucked up again. The three da- three Davids, one Goliath, a.k.a. Plojob, a.k.a. I don't actually know how the email show works. Is it even possible to switch off readers in the middle? Oh, God, is this too long? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it begins... Cowboys Log, Stardate 420.10.2. David S. reporting above the USS Lackawaxen. It's been just about a week since I last saw Mary Susan Sally May, and I'm feeling lonelier than Worf's son Alejandro or whatever. After all my recent blood sauce incidents, Starfleet Medical had a cow and saw fit transport me to a far-off research facility on account of me being a danger to myself and others. (laughs) Put me on a runabout to the nearest starbase to get spaghettified, which I guess means they want me to try some Italian cuisine for a change. (laughs) Anyway, anyhow... Halfway through the trip, we were intercepted by a weird-looking ship that was longer in the Mississippi and thinner in a Vulcan fube. <laughs> Some fancy pants in a red jacket and white curls popped up on the view screen. They misidentified the pilot and I as a couple of wankas and claimed we were trespassing on their territory of their great empire. This clown has us in a tractor beam and has demanded access to our cultural database and most potent spices. Looks like the Lackawaxen is in a hairy situation. We activated a distress beacon, but the chances of help showing up in time are lower in a cowboy on a Vulcan ship. Gilem, help us all. <laughs> all right. Targman's Log, sixth cycle of the ninth month and year of our Empire 420 Dickety 2. <laughs> David Hess reporting aboard the IKS 2 Cowks. <laughs> <laughs> we have been hunting a dangerous class of speak- spear like ships, capturing cult- cultural and culinary trophies from small vessels, vessels in the sector. 
Our crew is as sharp as a new batleth, and our captain more hungry for action than the famed phallomancer Jay Henderson. <laughs> what a dick he had. <laughs> but I digress, and I'm not adding this. <laughs> At a Miss Kronos pageant. Okay. <laughs> the Empire's current strategy of show up, show up and kill them all really hard has only led to several <laughs> ships being dishonorably humiliated by having their database copied and condiments taken from their cargo holds faster than you can say Stovacor. Oh no, the condiments. That's the most important part of a ship. <laughs> Back on the blood farms of Kronos, I would lay poison... Po- I would lay poisoned bait for the honorless scab rats that would try to steal our blood corn. <laughs> <laughs> Call it blood, blood corn. corn is good. When I explained this to the captain, we developed a plan to lure the thieves and contaminate their prizes. As our hunt continues, we have suddenly received a Starfleet distress call describing our d- desired prey. The chances of us reaching them in time, however, is lower than an old man dying with honor. (laughs) Kalis, have mercy. This is supposed to be rich, and it's a Vulcan. Are you going to do a British Vulcan? I don't... Fuck. I don't think I can. It's tough, right? (laughs) Sit. (laughs) Gotta get high. See, that's Domesticator's log. (laughs) Sailor Domesticator's Log, hex date 74726777. Damn, is he here? Holy shit. David Sek reporting aboard the starship Secondus in service under the Vulcan High Command. According to long-range sensors, indications of increased British Empire activity have been detected. You cockney it up for British... High Command has not authorized the dissemination of information regarding the British species, nor the Rapier-class ships they deploy at the border to other Federation members. Hmm. It would seem as logical as Plomeek Pie to inform all allies <laughs> operating within the sector of space of this potentially hostile civilization. However, close monitoring by the fleet has been deemed adequate. Hmm. Our scans showed a Starfleet vessel, distress signal, and a Klingon warp signature headed to intercept. Upon our arrival, we discovered a British rapier had a Starfleet runabout in a tractor beam. Hmm. My accent is going all over England. It's, it, you know, it's <laughs> you're taking the tour, man. You're all you, you went to Australia for a bit. Yeah, too. I know. That was cool. I love it. Hailing the rapier <laughs> revealed that they intended to appropriate the most intense and exotic flavors in the quadrants. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> yep, yep. As calculated, the Klingon ship arrived and took a defensive position near the Secundus. We received emergency communication from the Starfleet and Klingon ships and began to formulate a counterattack. 99% of British ships' structures are colossal deflector arrays, rendering conventional weaponry as ineffective as an ad hominem argument. After some careful planning and calculation, the occupants of the runabout, with attestation from the Klingons, managed to convince the British that we Vulcans carried the most lip-puckering 
finger licking, burns so good that your legs start kicking spices <laughs> this side of the neutral zone. Sarek, have mercy. <laughs> we prepared a bowl of plomeek, and thanks to some clever tandem transporting, David S. on the runabout was able to send a sample of his unusual blood to the Klingon, Daha Vidis, <laughs> who infused it in a blood corn salsa, which got mixed into the soup before its final arrival on the British ship. It is my understanding that the effects of this mixture should prompt a pon far like effect among the British crew. <laughs> After a short delay, all energy readings on the Rapier-class vessel decreased below detectable thresholds due to what David S. called a frothy coat of white overcoming those red coats. Wow. The end. Uh, weirdly enough, British people only fuck once every seven years, just like Vulcans. Just like Vulcans. I, mm. I really shouldn't have stole the Vulcan out from under him on the art for that episode, but fuck it. <laughs> hey, Rich, keep living that ascended Trek boy dream of being on the show and whatnot. Love all y'all, David. <laughs> ascended Trek boy dream. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. uh, hopefully that British accent was offensive enough for all of you. <laughs> It, I don't think it was offensive because you did all of them at once. I did. I made sure to include all of them. It was really good. You sounded like Rich, dude. Yeah, sure. You did. <laughs> at the beginning, I was like, oh my god, he's here. Rich is here, everybody. Our next email is from Fresh Fry. It's uh, called Lower Decks. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm right. Okay, all right. right. All right. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, now that you guys have finally covered an episode of Lower Decks, I think now is the time to ask this question. It's a big one, I can feel oh, it. Oh, wow. Y'all ever see that gif of Tendi jiggling her tits around while a dude jerks off and comes on them? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I haven't. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he he says, pretty hot, right? Anyway. <laughs> can't wait to hear you guys' opinion on new track now that it's uh, not all Dukas Malukas. Sincerely, Lieutenant Fresh Fry, Chief Erotica Historian aboard the USS Biblia de Tijuana. Nice. <laughs> Bibil oh, Biblia de Tijuana. Okay. So, uh, I'm just Tijuana Bible. Just gonna go real quick. Tendy, Tendy, uh, boobs gif. <laughs> tell me, tell me how that works out for you. Is this a real gif? No, I'm just no. That's real boobs. There's tons of real boobs. Yeah, the internet is made out of titties. Hmm. No, I haven't. I can't find this gif. Um. Well, thanks for writing that. <laughs> Uh, our next email is from Yakub, and it's entitled "Eu Eu 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 like a siren, <laughs> like a French siren." But it's EU. Got it. I am writing to report on the first European Union Trek boys meetup on July fourteenth. Uh oh, oh, it's already what? happened. Uh, on July fourteenth, uh, during my vacation in the Netherlands, my wife and I visited Rien at in the Hague. Uh -huh. We had pancakes for brunch, walked around the beautiful city, saw a palace I'm not going to try to pronounce. 
Uh, Norden Nordendi Palace. Wow, I butchered that shit. Nordend Norden Nordend Palace. They had katsu for dinner. Okay. We discussed plans it. for the next hangout to include all EU Trek boys. So tomorrow, looking at you. Look at this. This is great. This is awesome. You guys are having a great time. It looks like it's warm there. It's warm everywhere, guess it, baby. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Look at that. That that katsu looks delicious. Yeah, um, I want to eat that. If you listener would like to join us for the next EU meetup, go to Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast and pay <laughs> around one euro or twelve Swedish kroner or six Polish zloty, zloty, or four hundred Hunga- Hungarian forints or forty Ukrainian hryvnia or five Romanian lu or seven Croatian kuna or 60 Macedonian dinar, or whatever $1 plus tax is worth in your currency. I could go for seven Croatian kuna, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, what do you mean? I mean, I, I could use a buck. I need a dollar. In Croatian money. I thought you wanted to fuck seven ladies from Croatia. Oh, is that what I... that what you thought that's I what meant? I thought. Oh. I had my mind in the gutter, so that's yeah, what I that's thought. Yeah, your, that's your disgusting. <laughs> I'm a, I know. I know. <laughs> That will give you access to a Discord full of Americans, Canadians, Britons, and three, count them, three EU Trek boys. Whoa! I'm so proud of our EU Trek cult that yeah. we have. The EU Trek boys are the cool Trek boys. Don't tell yeah. anybody I told you. They're doing the Vulcan salute next to the, I guess this is the palace. Yeah, that I don't know how to pronounce. Here's the thing, right? I don't. We don't prepare for this so that uh, no matter who's reading it, we're both being surprised by the contents. Yeah. But that means I can't. We don't have time to look up the pronunciation of anything. Let's just be honest. Jeff and I are American fucks, well, and that's like true. we don't know how to say words that aren't like like too many vowels. I get confused. I'm like, I don't know, New York City, man. That's the New only York place City. I know. <laughs> New York City. I gotta put the commercial in again. Yours traveling between EU member states without a passport, Ensign Yakub aboard uh, the EUSS Schengen. I, I feel like that's a stab at Rich, because they are not in the EU. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. And they don't, and they need a passport to get around. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Rich. Uh, sorry, you got fucked, Rich. Yeah, sorry you got Brexited off of this podcast this week. And our last email, Josh. Our last email is from Curacol. Massive congratulations. T-R-G-C. This is from today. It is. I think I know where this is going, so that's why I'm saying that. Hey there, you creative juggernauts. Like that meme. I'm juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, okay. Congratulations on the launch of Bros Before Pros. The, dyna- the dynamics and chemistry that make M Class such a pleasure to listen to translates infinitely well to your new endeavor. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's sweet of you. All three of your stories were an amazing balance of surreal humor and masters full tailspinning. <laughs> 
while both Josh and Rich's stories were awesome, I completely I was completely blown away by Jeff's writing style and ability to craft such an eldritch atmosphere. Holy shit, thank you. It's so your fucking story, nice. Your story was amazing. Thank like, you. I know you are good at at reading and writing and arithmetic and, and all the R's. Reading, yeah, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to say I was surprised by it, but I I, I was not what's What's the word that it doesn't mean surprise, but like confused? Pleased. <laughs> confused. I was sexually confused by your story. That's that's what I'm aiming for, baby. <laughs> no, but that's really fucking nice of you. Thank you so much. Because I was, I don't think I made a secret of it to you and Rich, but I may not have mentioned it to anybody. Like, imagine yeah. you as a person who hasn't written anything in years, for, mm-hmm. except like thumbnails for comics i don't even when i'm making a comic i don't write things down for it i keep a thumbnail of what it's supposed to look like and you are asked to be on a podcast with rich masters Mm -hmm. professional writer who Mm -hmm. uh writes some of the greatest star trek ever Mm -hmm. and josh henderson uh famous for fantasy fiction, a show in which he writes, who's created a universe that people have been begging for for eight years to make a return. <laughs> and now you have to write a story alongside them. Well, I know I know how you feel, and only because, like, the last time I wrote a story and was funny, I got fired, so... Well, you should have done better, I think. <laughs> or I should have done worse, question mark? Maybe. Maybe anyway. you should have done worse. We're not going to get into that, though. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's so much fun, and like, I'm I laughed the entire time I edited the show. I was laughing hard. It so. is so funny. Like, it's a good I, show. I haven't had like we have a ton of fun making M class, and we do it every two weeks, and I have a great yeah. time. But like, I was like red in the face, hot under the collar, could barely breathe by the end yeah. of Bros Before Pros. It was so fucking funny. I'm glad that we get to do this, and like. Like, it is work, right? Like, because, like, we do work at the shows that we do. Yeah, you would think <laughs> not, weird, but we right? do. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's work that I get to, like, laugh with, like, my fucking best friend, uh, you Hell know, yeah. all day. But, like, yeah, I'm gl- I, it, it is a lot of work. I'm just glad that, like, it's so much fun to do. Because I think sure. I would, like, lose my mind, right? Like It's true. There's, there's sort of, like, a, the idea of being one for an audience. Yeah. People don't really think about that as work, but it is. It yeah. can be draining as fuck. I have to explain to like my family a bunch, like, because they have no idea, right? Like they, they yeah. to them this is like fucking like, uh, yeah. I, I might as well be like, yeah, I'm a fucking real life space wizard who does magic with my hands. Like they don't like, know what the fuck we, this we is. We can come to the show with like not not being switched on at all. Like, hey yeah. there, you creative juggernauts. Hey. Uh, congratulations on the launch of Bros right. Before Pros. Thank you. Right. We appreciate the uh, the right. dynamic and chemistry. <laughs> and, like, yeah. yeah, there's there's a huge difference here, right? Like we're we're on, we're we're entertaining you, and we're having a good time doing it. But man, it can be draining. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that you guys like that. Or I hope you come back. <laughs> yeah, please, y'all come back now. You hear? He he says to bring things back to end class. Thanks uh, to your recent foray into lower decks, my son and I, uh, my son and I have given it a try. I've only watched the first few and found them pretty exhausting to watch, mm. <laughs> but I can see the trekness beneath the surface. 
I believe you have mentioned it calms down a bit after the first handful of episodes, so I'm holding out hope for that. Yeah, that's also, that's how I felt. Yeah. yeah. Is, like, after watching... I think somebody told me, like, episode six is when it starts to get good. Yeah. And I found that to be true. But I saw it, like, working its way towards getting better every episode. Yeah. Like, for the first five episodes, uh, every episode is way better than the last one. But mm-hmm. the first one is, like, genuine garbage. <laughs> they stopped, like, leaning into that Boimler-Mariner uh, feud. Yeah. Which, that's when it starts getting better, when, like... They're not so, like, up each other's butts all the time about shit, right? Like They also start to lean, create their own voice as a yeah. comedy show, and they're not just trying to ape Rick and Morty style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the first episode is like, oh, there's a monster, and that's Rick and Morty as fuck, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what makes Rick and Morty like Rick and Morty is that, like, it's so, uh, uh, what's the word? Irreverent? It's irreverent, but it's also, like, um... Like it, it doesn't ha- it like doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like uh, that's what, what irreverent means. <laughs> yeah, but what's it's, the word I'm thinking of though? Oh my god, uh, butts. Butts. It's so butts. <laughs> the, I'm not gonna think of it. It's funny that like we're such a like wacky, goofy, don't give a fuck kind of podcast or whatever, but we are not irreverent. We are, no, we are quite reverent of Star Trek yeah. and what it means. Yeah. So too much so sometimes I think yeah that could for, be true. for other people not for me I'm fine we're great we're perfect yeah we're the best you're the ones with the problem shut up <laughs> <laughs> also uh, you would be proud of my son while watching the TNG episode yesterday's Enterprise when Tar- Tasha Yar asked Guinan what happened to the other Tasha he yelled out she got slapped by a tar monster. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. The kid is way above the curve Hell when it comes yeah. to age and learning skills. <laughs> Wanted to keep it light and positive today. No ranting about stuff we all know sucks. Uh, there's a truck driving by. Just wanted to give you some praise and hype for your new project. Hopefully nobody gets fired. We'll I hope see. so, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. At this, this is point, my favorite joke to make every time. <laughs> at this point, you know, whatever. <laughs> Look, it would take some kind of real fucking numb nuts, dumbass, piece of shit idiot <laughs> to fire the guy who is the draw of the show, who people tune in to listen to. You'd have to be the dumbest that fucker is not, who ever lived. That is not true. That is not... I want you to know that is not how I think of this at all. I appreciate all. that. Well, I... I, I I, I, I didn't realize that we were kind of making a spiritual successor to fantasy fiction until, like, uh, Rich mentioned it. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I was like, like oh, okay, I guess that's what we are doing. I, was I mean, like, fantasy fiction wasn't even the first, like, of, like, that, of its kind. Like, there were other story podcasts, like, way, way before like fantasy fiction. Oh, there's some, the Bible? There's like, <laughs> <laughs> the original fantasy fiction, the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Audiobooks? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, there are other podcasts, like, there's spooky podcasts that have been around for years where they tell spooky stories That's and true. Shit. That's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bros Before Pros is a ton of fun. I can't wait to record again next week. Yes, and our prompts are portraits and breweries, as I totally knew. Well, by the time this episode comes out, the new Bros Before Pros will already be out. Yeah, which, uh, and I totally wrote a good story fucking i've i've written 
three pages with no spooky things happening in it. So what? Uh, usually I let it simmer. Like I like think I, I of, know like, the spooky things already. I was just waste. I was way too excited to write about this like piece of shit character I put in. <laughs> <laughs> so I know the spooky things. I just have to write them. I think I know what I'm gonna do. I think I just had an epiphany. Uh I also had a Britney once. <laughs> I mean that I I like thought up a story. You had a and, and a and a Brittany, right? <laughs> no, that's what that's what English people call it when they have a good idea. I had like a Brittany, like going to the dentist. Ah, <laughs> ah! You can't make that joke when Rich is here, so you make it behind his back, you fucker. I don't think Rich has bad teeth. I think he probably has better teeth than I do. Rich has a beautiful smile that lights up he, a room. Thank you. He very has much. a beautiful voice too. He does, even though I can do a perfect approximation of it. It was good. It was very good. Kill, kill, kill. That's it. Oh my god! It's like he's here. It's like he's in my nightmares. Uh, just, just in case you did miss it earlier in the episode, Rich does kill small animals. I just want everyone to know that. Again. <laughs> Where I mean I I know why we're doing this, but can you tell the audience? Why we're doing this? I don't know. Something about having Rich on makes me want to defame him in the next episode. I think I did the same thing last time. He's just such a good boy. Yeah, he is. It's you couldn't imagine him killing a dog, but he does. Rich is the <laughs> reason why. A, <laughs> Rich is the reason why uh, 1776 happened. Oh my god. Dude, dude was too fucking nice, and we were like, "Get the, we gotta get out of here." It's true. He keeps it's telling us, "You, you'll come back one day." He's like, "I'm gonna go kill some doggos." I don't. Oh, I can't. Jesus. Um. <laughs> no, we love you, Rich. <laughs> uh, check what? out Bros Before Pros for more Rich Masters. Well, that's the show. <laughs> yeah, we're, at it. we're we're done with emails now. It only took us uh, an hour. Hey, pretty good. That's not bad. That's we didn't have to good. read one of Rich's emails, so it didn't take. Yeah, it longer. takes longer. Yeah. But it's worth it. It's worth it. You fuckers. I wonder if he's gonna <laughs> write any more of those since he has to write for the other podcast now. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he'll write one for the. Who knows? You're planning on doing more writing for a different thing, aren't you? Uh yeah I've got yeah I think so I mean there's like a lot of things I I'm gonna do all right <laughs> he he says Josh Josh kills dogs I guess I didn't know <laughs> I mean I just want to be on that rich masters level you know <laughs> why are we defaming rich masters I don't know. I don't know he's it's, such you just couldn't imagine him doing something bad he's he's it, such a sweetie boy because we're in America and the First Amendment that's fucking why I suck my dick British people. <laughs> Yeah, we can say that. You can't say that in England. Yeah, jolly old England. The queen will slap the taste out of your mouth if you said that. <laughs> She'll send you to the Tower of London. The, where... the queen will, t- will slap the gravy taste out of your mouth. If you <laughs> the, slap the brown out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. Defaming okay. both rich masters and England. <laughs> We'll be back in two weeks with more M Class goodness. Please follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. Shoot us an email, M Class email at gmail.com. People shilled enough for the Patreon and the emails. You yeah, know where to go. We got it. <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in, and we'll be back later. Bye bye. Goodbye. I'm Reese's. It's been a long week since the last email. 
It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email I swear there's never an in M class email It's always been singular that's M class email Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail It's M class it's M class and plus Damn, Track Boys, where you find this.